0: Hey y'all, welcome to Triumph Over Trauma, the podcast. Listen y'all, I created this podcast because like so many other people, I've had a traumatic past. I didn't always realize how those things affected me negatively and how I even carried them into my adult life. And so I wanted to create a space where other people could come and we could have candid conversations on how you identify trauma, how do you navigate it, and how you recover from traumatic experiences. If this resonates with you, then join me. I am your host and trauma survivor, Miss Eve McNair. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Triumph Over Trauma. I know, I know, I know it's been a minute. So much is going on. I have so much to tell you. I am actually just now returning from our last episode, Space to Talk About It. So this is a continuation of Space to Talk About It. We're also going to be talking about the five stages of healing from trauma as you begin your journey with cultivating the space to talk about it. I have so much to say. So much to say. So. Just buckle up, get your journal out, get your tissues out, go in your prayer closet, go wherever you feel the safest and listen, because I'm going to unload the five steps or five stages of healing from trauma. And I must say that this episode took me a while to edit, believe it or not. I recorded this episode shortly after the last episode. So if you listen to the last episode, you know that was actually a few months ago. And I recorded this episode shortly after the last episode. But life has literally been lifing. And I have not been able to finish editing it. And then this episode was the most emotional episode for me to record I'm praying for strength. I'm praying for focus. I'm praying for consistency. It's been a fight, but I'm fighting. Listen, you girls still in the game. I need you to fight with me, pray with me and listen up. And this is why it's important to give yourself space to tell your story because there are things that are going on in your body, in your mind, in your soul as a result of what you're going through. I don't care what anybody says. If you don't believe me, read the book. The body keeps the score. There are things that go on within the human body as a result of unresolved trauma. It's trauma trapped in your body. There are people who suffer from physical Health conditions today. I'm not even talking about mental health conditions yet, but there are people who suffer from physical health conditions today as a result of unprocessed trauma. I mean, there are people with high blood pressure who are, who are stressed to their max, who have been traumatized by life and the things they were going through. Their cortisol levels are at all, all time highs and their blood pressure levels are at all time highs and even their body is starting to, to misfunction. Right. Because of that, there are people with mental health conditions. I um, am one of them as a result of the unprocessed, tra- unprocessed trauma, anxiety and depression and um, post-traumatic stress disorder, borderline personality disorder. And there are people who have these conditions who we as a society will judge or look down on without fully understanding. Why it is that they are like that? What what happened? And what is it that they're going through that they have experienced and are still going through that they haven't fully been able to process, right? That the body has not fully been able to process. And we don't even realize it. Like And I think it's high time, and I said this before, I think it's high time that we start to make those correlations between physical, mental health, spiritual health, and it all needs to come together. It's high time that we bridge the gap. If you're you're a human being, you're affected spiritually, mentally, and physically. That's the bottom. That's the bottom line. You're affected in every capacity. For me... One of the ways in which I'm able to heal myself from the inside out is using my spiritual practices, using the, this, this um, practice of prayer, using the practice of meditation, using the practice of journaling. You know, worship to me makes me feel better. When I worship the Lord, when I'm, when I'm grateful, when I practice gratitude, when I practice thankfulness, it helps. It helps me to heal. If we come to the point where we realize, like, Uh, It's just not just a physical thing. It's not just a mental thing. Your your mind is a part of your body. And when we realize that some of the reasons why our bodies are malfunctioning is because of what we have experienced in our souls, in our minds, we'll start to really give space to the term self-care. I don't care what anybody says. Self-care is soul care. Self-care starts with soul care. If you can take care of your soul, you can take care of yourself. And for me, the only way that I have been able to even remotely scratch the surface of being able to take care of myself is when I'm taking care of my soul, is when I'm in the presence of God, is when I'm praying, is when I'm meditating. I'm giving myself the ability to be my highest self is when I'm dieting, is when I'm exercising, is when I'm fully giving space to who I am as a person. And that's why it's important to give space that's why That's why I'm doing it, all of this. Not only do you have to give yourself space to talk about it, but you also have to know when to apply grace to yourself. I know when I first started talking about trauma, when I first started, started trying to confront it, um, I wanted to just be able to talk about it one time, tell my story, and that be it. Not realizing that there's so many different layers to it. Like It can literally take a lifetime to uncover the effects of some of the things that we've gone through. And I know for me... I was trying to rush my process, like, okay, I'm going to get on here. I'm going to talk about what I'm going to do. I'm going to say I was abused. I'm going to say it affected me. I'm going to say there was a mental health issue, and that's going to be the end of it. And I'm just going to, you know, be free, and that's it. Don't get me wrong. I am much more free than I ever was for having, you know, confessed the things I've gone through. But it's still such a process because every day I'm uncovering new um, areas of my mentality that's based on a trauma mindset. I'm uncovering, you know, different stages of the trauma healing process, and I'm going to go over those today because, and give, and giving yourself um space to talk about it, you got to realize that there literally is a process to this journey. There literally is a process to healing from trauma, um, especially um, based on the types of trauma you experience in. Um, The way in which your mind and brain processes what you've gone through. That's what trauma is. It's the way that you process what you've experienced, right? The five stages of healing trauma. Number one is creating safety. um, So that you have a safe place to land. Because let me tell you something. Even as you're dealing with everyday life, there are going to be things that come up. And you're going to need to be able to um, go to your safe space. Your safe space can be comprised of a lot of different things. For me as a believer, my safe space is... Prayer, my safe place is spending time with God because um if it had not been for him, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even be able to confront the things that I've gone through. I wouldn't even be able to talk about it. Um, if he had not even helped me, right? It was literally in me trying to get to know God that I got to know myself and in getting to my know myself I started to realize like, oh, I have unprocessed trauma. For me in creating safety meant that I had to I had to be able to um find and utilize people who I could be honest with. Um who, who wouldn't judge my story or mis- or misunderstand me because of the things I've gone through. So, so for me, that meant finding mental health professionals who could deal specifically with my types of traumas. All of that lends to a space of safety for me as I deal with what I've gone through. Number two, um, find and tell your story, collective story and your individual story. So for me, finding my story meant finding the truth. It meant unearthing all those things that i had suppressed for years right it meant being honest with those uh people um around me who never knew that i had experienced those things It also meant that i had to be honest with the fact that as i uncover this stuff this means i'm going to need some sort of support because so many different emotions are going to arise so many different triggers so many different things are going to arise and i'm going to need to be able to um, talk to somebody about it and walk me through what I'm feeling and what I'm dealing with in that moment. Um, and so a lot of times on my platforms, I will share and share and share in hopes of being able to provide for someone else that that safe space um, to say you're not alone in what you've gone through, what you've experienced. I too have experienced some things and this is what I'm doing to kind of, to come out of it. And there are other people who've going through similar things. Um, And together, we all have a story to tell. And it's about finding that story. What is your story, right? Your story may be similar to mine, but it's unique to you. And so you have to be able to identify um, your own story and then be able to put in words what you've experienced. That is your story, which leads me to the next stage, number three, which is feel the feelings and express them. Part of the trauma that I've experienced was not being able to talk about what I experienced, right? So obviously it made it worse for me because that I couldn't get free because I couldn't talk about it. And I couldn't talk about it because I wasn't free. Um, partly because of the way I grew up. Um, I always viewed my feelings as being negative, as being something that I needed to suppress, as being something I needed to control, as being something that I needed um, to hide um, because I didn't grow up in an environment where it was okay for me to say I'm hurting, where it was okay to, for me to express, you know, um how i felt and so even now in my adult life when feelings come up that i sometimes don't know how to process i can find myself like suppressing it and i have to remember that emotions are not bad they tell you what's going on with your heart right if you listen to them emotions will will point to you the areas in which you are still in pain um and I didn't realize that. Right. Um, and so I was calling off the healing process because every time I would feel an emotion that I would did not know how to um, properly process, I would suppress it. I would cut it off. I would ignore it. I would avoid it. I had an avoidant coping personality. And that can be a plethora of things. That can be procrastination. That can be overindulgence. That can be um simply just ignoring it so many different types of avoiding coping mechanisms that you don't even realize that you're doing it because you're just like oh I of sight i don't mind i'm not gonna deal with it today because the thing is uh there were everyday triggers that were coming about um that i didn't even know how to give give space to anytime i felt anything um related to the trauma i experienced i would suppress it because i'm like i don't know how to deal with this because this has to be bad because i never gave myself Um, the space to deal with it, right? And on the inside, I'm not happy. I'm not focused. um, It's manifesting all around me. Like it's manifesting in my thought life. It's manifesting... Um, in my emotions. It's manifesting in my behavior all because I'm not giving myself a chance to feel what I'm feeling and I'm I'm cutting everything off uh, before I even get a chance to process it. And so even when it's time to be happy, I'm not fully even able to lend myself to a time of happiness because I haven't even been able to lend myself to the time um, of grieving. The Bible says to everything, there's a time. There is a time to mourn. That There's a time for everything. And sometimes we won't even give ourselves time to process the next stage is making sense of the story if i'm honest i really didn't even know how to make sense of my story because there were so many different moving parts and there were so many layers of trauma that i had experienced that to me it didn't even make sense that a person could go through all of this so i couldn't put it together i couldn't make sense of it because it's like how is this my life like how have i literally experienced all of this The most important thing in trying to give myself space to even go through the five stages of healing from trauma is trying to understand why. Like, why did this happen? And why has what happened affected me in such a way? It would anger me that I could be affected by something like this. It would anger me that... Something that someone else did to me could not only affect me in that moment, but for years to come. And it would anger me that I was not able to fully recover as fast as I wanted to. Like, why am I a human being <laughs> that feels, that is affected, that um, hurts You know, why can I be broken? I don't want to be broken. I don't want to feel what I feel, right? I don't want to struggle with what I struggle with. I don't want this for me. And so the hardest thing has been, and it still is, is trying to make sense of my story. I have a a greater understanding than I first started out with. I understand now that we live in a broken world and that hurting people, as cliche as it sounds, do hurt other people. Um, I do. I do understand that sometimes people are so influenced by their own traumas that they inadvertently um, um, they inadvertently traumatize others. I understand now that even in my pain, God has a, a purpose in it, right? Um, I do also understand that um, unfortunately, bad things happen. You know, and sometimes, again, as cliche as it sounds, bad things happen to innocent people, right? People who Who don't deserve it, right? Um, And not that there's anybody that I feel that deserves to have gone through, you know, mental, physical, sexual, verbal abuse. Not that I believe that there's anybody that deserves that, but um, I understand that because a lot of the things I've gone through happened in childhood. I know that these are things that happened to me that were definitely beyond my control and trying to make sense of that is a process within itself like trying to make sense of what I've gone through and trying to make sense of how it has affected me has forced me to give myself even more space to talk about it because it's like yo not only did this happen to me not only what was this how I was affected? But I live literally have to deal with this every day of my life um, as, a, as a part of my healing process. I have to confront different parts of me that has been affected by it, right? As I learned to triumph over the trauma, I have to deal with it every day. And I didn't even realize how deeply I was affected by what I've gone through. And oftentimes when I go to record an episode, oftentimes when I go to record... Um, you know, and to make content for the podcast, it's so layered because I have to filter through everything I'm experiencing. I have to filter through the fact that God has called me to do this, right? And then I have to filter through um, the grief that, that comes with processing. And I'm choosing to share that with you all in the hopes that it helps someone whose story is similar to mine's, right? Um, but it's very difficult because there's so many questions. There is so many, um, there's so many different scenarios that cross your mind and you literally have to you know, force yourself or allow yourself to come to a place of acceptance and peace. Making sense of my story also means that I have to learn how to forgive. Also means that I have to give myself grace as I heal. Sometimes I don't know. I don't always know how to give space to that feeling. Sometimes I don't always know how to allow myself to feel that I'm one that wants to rush through my emotions because I don't want to be too heavily weighted. Uh, I don't want to be too heavily affected by that. I want to be happy. I want to be free. Uh, but I'm not realizing that in trying to um, cut the process of those emotions off, then I'm also delaying my healing because I'm not allowing myself to fully process what I'm feeling in that moment. So you do have to give space to your own feelings. You have to give space to your emotions. You have to realize that your emotions are not meant to be viewed as negative, but they are meant to actually be reviewed um, as a way in which God allows you to see the inside of your heart. And when you grow up in environments in which those spaces were never cultivated, it's hard to give that space to yourself, even as an adult, uh, because you don't have a reference point. You don't know where to start. You don't know where to begin. Uh, And so everything takes time for you to express, right? Where... Others may be able to readily name that emotion and readily readily work through it. You are stunted or stuck in the way that you process because you have to build a space not only for yourself, but within yourself. And that is so difficult. So difficult. The fifth stage is the... um, The layers of loss and grief, which is, would you come to once you've created a place of safety, once you've um, begin to tell your story, once you've um, begin to allow yourself to feel the feelings and express those, come to the place where you begin to make sense of your story. Then you're gonna go through. Grief and loss. You're going to grieve. You're going to grieve your experiences. You're going to grieve um, the time that you lost. I know for me, sometimes I think like, oh my God, I lost so much time to the things I experienced. I lost so much time to pain. I lost, for me, I lost so much time to avoidance, right? I appeared to be okay, but I really wasn't. And what I didn't know was that was an avoidant coping mechanism when I could have been giving to myself what I truly deserved. I think the most difficult thing for me to do was to sit in the feeling because I had never known comfort. Like as a child, I never grew up with, I never grew up with being, com- with my feelings being, um, comforted. I never grew up with my feelings mattering. is that word? Mattering to anyone? Um, So I think I I made them not matter to me too. And so as soon as I would feel something that I didn't know how to process or didn't know how to give myself space to, I would try to ignore it. I would try to cut it off or I would try to do something else so that my brain didn't have to process what I was feeling, right? That emotion that emotion that I was feeling. Um, there's a description in the Bible, Romans 8 and 28, that says, all things work together for the good of those who are called according to his purpose and who love God, right? And the only thing that gives me peace is knowing the fact that God works everything out for your good and you know I have to constantly remind myself of that because sometimes I don't feel like it's working together for my good. Matter of fact sometimes it feels like it's working for my bad like where's the good? <laughs> Where is this working out? Um I constantly take myself back to the word of God and be like okay all things work together for the good of those who love Christ Jesus and that are called according to his purpose and I constantly remind myself like this is going to work out this is going to work out and even the whole title of my podcast Triumph Over Trauma I got to constantly remind myself now now thanks being to God who always causes us to triumph. You know, I have to I have to constantly put myself in remembrance of these things. Because maybe for me, triumphing over trauma is not necessarily being no longer affected at all, but maybe it's coming to the point where I realize that although I do struggle emotionally, mentally, spiritually in some capacities. There's hope in knowing that God is forever with me and that he loves me and that he's well acquainted with my grief, with my suffering, with my tears and that what I've experienced is not negated by God. That's why I'm even having this conversation because it's important to get through it and to deal with it. Like You got to give yourself space and you got to give yourself time. There's a scripture in the Bible that talks about God giving Uh, space to repent. No, repentance is just changing your mind. It's just making a new decision. It's just deciding something different. It's deciding not to do the same things over and over again. You know what they say. Insanity is doing the same things over and over again, expecting different results. But there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about God giving space to repent. Revelation 2 and 21, the verse says, And I gave her space to repent. And she would not, and she repented not, right? And I thought about the fact that in me processing, um, and me talking about the things I've gone through, in me going through the five stages of healing from trauma, God has given me space. God's given me space to try to overcome what I've gone through. He's given me space and an opportunity to fight through the things that I fight daily, right? Space, giving me space, um, to, to strengthen myself and to build, um, a, res- a resolve and to help other people and to basically overcome. Um, but I don't want to be like Jezebel in that scripture where the Bible says God gives gave her space to repent of the things that she was doing or failing to do, and she would not, right? I don't want to be like that. I want to occupy the space that God has given me. In fact, the Bible calls us to occupy, God tells us to occupy the land in which we were given. And your land is not only your physical land, but it's your spiritual land, it's your emotional land, mental land. It's it's your life. It's your lot in life. And God wants us to occupy our space. He wants us to do something with the space that we have. If you think about it the time that you were born until the time that God calls you home is your space that what are you doing with the space that God has given you are you taking up space are you using your space are you restricted in your space are you uh, avoiding in your space what are you doing with the space that God has given you right I'm trying to heal I'm trying to overcome, I'm trying to confront, I'm trying to do something about what I've gone through, what I've experienced, as I navigate these five stages of healing from trauma. So I hope that was helpful to somebody. Sometimes after I, um, after I publish an episode, you know, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to help be helpful to anybody but me. Uh, and then the next week, I get an email from my hosting platform that says, um, you know, the podcast got such and such this many downloads this week. And I'm like, oh, somebody was listening. I'm just going to keep trugging. I'm just going to keep trying. And I'm just going to keep going. And I'm just going to keep talking about it because it has to be talked about. It has to be dealt with. I'm going to actually close out today's episode with prayer. Uh, Father God, I just want to thank you. For what you're doing in my life, I want to thank you, God, for your um, grace and for your mercy and your compassion that somehow found me when I was in such a traumatized state um, that I did not even know who I was. But somehow you found me, you cleaned me up, you raised me up, and you're giving me space to heal. I just want to thank you for that. I pray also for anybody else who have experienced similar events. That have affected them in the same ways. I pray for their healing. I pray, Father God, for their awareness. I pray that you would bring them into this healing process. I pray that they would be able to go through um, these stages. I pray that 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 as you give them space to talk about it, you would also give them a grace to heal. And I just pray that I pray that they would receive double for their trouble and all of the things that they've gone through. I pray that. Um, this podcast will somehow, some way, make a difference to them as I am being obedient to what I believe you have called me to do. So I thank you, God. I thank you for all these things. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Until next time. Now, thanks be unto God, who always causes us to triumph.